Welcome to episode number six of the Larry Crawford Leadership Podcast, a podcast designed to come alongside you and help you become the leader that you were created to be. I remember like it was yesterday, a little over 30 years ago as a college student, sitting in front of my mentor, he was preparing to lead the church where we were ministering in order to uh, take on a new ministry at another church. I asked him to tell me the most important things that I needed to know about ministry and leadership. And he taught me many things, but one of the things I remember the most that stood out almost above everything else was, he said, always remain teachable. No matter what, always remain teachable. Now, as a kid, I always loved to read. I loved to learn new things, even as an adult. But under his mentorship, I learned the importance of what I'm going to share with you today, the importance of being a lifelong learner, of having a growth mindset. How do you become a lifelong learner and why is it important? Alan Toffler, who wrote the book Futurist, said, the illiterate of the future will not be those who cannot read or write. The illiterate of the future will be those who cannot learn, unlearn, and relearn. Albert Einstein said, once you stop learning, you start dying. In this podcast, I'm going to share seven keys that have helped me that I know will help you become a lifelong learner. The first one is this, develop a teachable attitude. Someone once said, if you're not willing to learn, no one can help you. If you're determined to learn, no one can stop you. Jazz musician Louis Armstrong said, there are some people that if they don't know, you can't teach them. Isn't that the truth? And and I've always said that no matter how much you know, it doesn't matter how much you know, you don't know everything. There are three attitudes when it comes to learning. Uh, There's an arrogant attitude, a know-it-all. We've all been there, typically through our younger years, where no one can teach us anything. There's the naive attitude where we believe that someone can actually teach us everything. We're always looking for just the right mentor, just the right person to teach us. And the third attitude about learning is the one we're talking about here is a teachable attitude. And when you have a teachable attitude, you believe that everyone can teach you something. In other words, everyone can teach me something. My friend John Maxwell shares the learning principle where he actually states that each person we meet has the potential to teach us something. And I believe that is true. That's the beginning of developing a teachable mindset, a teachable attitude. The second thing is we want to, number two, develop a growth mindset. Develop a growth mindset. A lot of people are stuck. As an individual and as an organization, we either have a fixed mindset or a growth mindset. I don't know how you are, but I love to learn. I literally could be a full-time student all my life. Uh, My wife says there's medicine for that. 
We joke about that, but the reality is, is I love to learn and I want to grow. And if you're going to be the leader that you were created to be, you're going to need to develop a growth mindset and not get stuck in a fixed mindset. What I've learned as a leader is the more I know, the more I realize I don't know, the more I also realize I need to know. Stanford University psychologist Dr. Carol Dweck discovered what the greatest leadership book in the world teaches us, the power of mindset. People with a fixed mindset are those who believe that abilities are fixed and they are less likely to flourish than those with a growth mindset. Those who believe that abilities can be developed. See, when you have a growth mindset, it's unlimited potential. When you have a fixed mindset, you are paralyzed where you are without any ability to grow beyond that. As a leader with a growth mindset, you can motivate those you lead, teach, and love to transform their lives and the lives of others. Uh, let me share a few more things about this. A fixed mindset is the mindset where we're said, we're, we're not good at this, or it's the mindset that says, you know what, this is just as good as it gets. And it leads to a desire to look smart and therefore a tendency to avoid challenges, to give up easily, to see effort as fruitless, or worse, to ignore useful negative feedback. Uh, people that have a fixed mindset feel threatened by the success of others. As a result, they may plateau early and achieve less than their full potential. But then on the other side of that, there's the growth mindset. A growth mindset is an attitude that says we can learn and we can get better. We can not only do this, but we can learn to do it well with excellence. It leads to a desire to learn and therefore a tendency to embrace challenges, to persist in the face of setbacks, to see effort as the path to mastery, to learn from criticism, to find lessons and inspiration in the success of others. As a result, those with a growth mindset reach even higher levels of achievement. You see, a growth mindset creates a powerful passion for learning. Years ago, I worked for a general manager, uh, Rick Pontnack, who always would say this. He said, you're either green and growing or you're ripe and rotting. You're either green and you're growing or you're ripe and you're rotting. And you know what? That is true. Uh, let me illustrate. Uh, there were two friends by the name of Travis Kalanick and Garrett Camp, whose story begins back in Paris in 2008, and they were attending Le Web, an annual tech conference. And as they were attending this, uh, these men uh, came up with an invention, came up with uh, something that no one had either ever thought of or ever acted on before, something that I'm confident that you've either used or you know someone who has. Uh, before I get to that, let me tell you, these men had been successful. Both men had startup uh, companies where they'd co-founded and they had sold them in 2007 for large sums. Uh, Kalanick sold Red Swoosh to Akamai Technologies for $19 million, while Camp sold StumbleUpon to eBay for $75 million. But this concept for Uber was born one winter night during a conference when the pair was unable to get a taxi cab. 
Uber was founded on a single idea. And here, here's the question. What if, what if you could request a ride from your phone? Now, initially, the idea was for a timeshare limo service that could be ordered via an app. But after the conference, the entrepreneurs went their separate ways. However, Camp, when he returned to San Francisco, he continued to be fixated on the idea and he brought the domain or he bought the domain name ubercab.com. Uber Technologies had explosive growth and uh, constant controversy. It made it one of the most fascinating companies to emerge over the past decade. The global ride-sharing application founded in 2009 brought modern transportation as we know it to a place even greater and much different than we were used to. At one point, it grew to become the highest-valued private startup company in the world. Ten years after its founding, Uber went public on May 9th of 2019. In its most recent quarterly earnings release, for quarter two fiscal year of 2021, Uber reported a net income of $1.1 billion, $3.9 billion in revenue, and 1.5 billion trips on his platform. Now, now here's the question. Why didn't the taxi service come up with this idea a long time ago? They had the cars, they had the drivers, but why didn't they come up with this? Because they had a fixed mindset. Everything in their eyes was working just fine, but in reality, it wasn't. They lost the sight of reality through the eyes of their clients and they missed a great opportunity because of having a fixed mindset instead of a growth mindset. The third step that will help us becoming learning leaders, lifelong leaders that are learning is developing and implementing a personal growth plan. So not only do we need to develop it, but we need to implement it. Now, that seems pretty common sense, but it's not common practice. You see, you don't just grow. Many people grow older, but they don't grow. I love the quote, and we don't know who to attribute it to, but it says, strategy without execution is hallucination. Strategy without execution is hallucination. There's a lot of people hallucinating. They either have not developed a plan because they don't know how, or they've developed a plan, but they've never implemented the plan. They've never been intentional about it, and so it's never happened. And here may be part of the reason why. Uh, studies by neurobiologists and cognitive psychologists indicate that between 40 and 95% of human behavior, how we think, what we say, and what we do falls into the subconscious category. That's astounding. Think about it. Even if only 50%, we are on autopilot half of the time, brushing our teeth, driving on the right side of the road, grabbing that first cup of coffee each day. In other words, our daily routine. See, growth doesn't typically happen by accident. My friend John Maxwell paints a picture for us of the difference between accidental growth and intentional growth. Accidental growth plans to start tomorrow. Intentional growth insists on starting today. Accidental growth waits for growth to come. Intentional growth takes complete responsibility. 
to grow. Accidental growth learns only from mistakes, where intentional growth often learns before mistakes. Accidental growth depends on good luck. Intentional growth relies on hard work. Accidental growth quits early and often. Intentional growth perseveres long and hard. Accidental growth falls into bad habits. Intentional growth fights for good habits. Accidental growth talks big, but intentional growth actually follows through. Accidental growth plays it safe. Intentional growth takes risk. Accidental growth thinks like a victim, but intentional growth thinks like a learner. Accidental growth relies on talent. Intentional growth relies on character. Accidental growth stops learning after graduation, but intentional growth never stops learning. Develop and implement a personal growth plan. Well, how do we become intentional about learning? Let me give you some practical ways that you can develop and implement your growth plan. First of all, identify areas where you need and or want to grow. Identify specific areas where you need and or want to grow. It may be in your family. Maybe you want to grow in your marriage. Maybe you want to grow in your relationship, dating. Maybe you want to grow in your relationship with your kids, being more intentional about developing those relationships or your grandkids. Maybe you want to grow when it comes to your spirituality as a person of faith. Uh, it is very important to me that I grow on a daily basis in my faith. And so I want to get very specific how I want to grow closer to God, closer to my church family. Maybe you, for you, it's a professional. You want to grow in your professional area of your career. And so identify areas you want to grow. Maybe it's physical. Maybe you want to get in better shape. Maybe you want to lose weight. Maybe you want to be overall healthier. Maybe it's occupational. Maybe it's in your leadership. Maybe it's in developing leaders. You want to grow in how to not only be a better leader, but how to develop other leaders and how to develop better leaders. Be specific in how or what area you want to grow. The second thing is invest in your personal growth. You're going to have to take time and invest in it. Once you identify it, you've got to take time and invest in it. Sometimes that means financially. It also means giving of your time to it. Uh, maybe physically you want to uh, grow in, in your uh, getting in better shape or you want to grow in, in maybe in strength training. Well, you've you got to hire a nutritionist or a trainer, uh, join a me gym membership, uh, make it a point specifically to go. Uh, spiritually, time in the Bible, time in prayer, time in church, time in worship, get involved in a Bible study, maybe lead a Bible study. Professionally, you want to learn how to do your job better. You want to learn beyond your current job. I want to encourage you to do that. Don't just settle for what you need to know. Don't just know enough to get by with what you need to get by in your job. But in order to grow and have a become a lifelong learner and have a growth mindset, we have to learn beyond our current job through seminars and classes. And that brings me to the third thing is schedule time for growth. If you don't plan your life, then someone else will. Schedule time for growth. We schedule time for all kinds of things. But how often do we place on our calendar time to grow? Mark out key times 
where you can intentionally schedule things that are going to enable you to grow in the areas where you want to grow. Let me give you some things that, that I do, and, and you can adjust these specifically to how you want to grow and to what fits for your life. But for me, I want to read two or three books per month. I'd like to read one per week, but I at least want to read two or three new books per month. For me, I want to read two articles on communication and three on leadership per week. In other words, those are areas that I want to focus on. There are times I may shift up uh, the topic, but those are key areas to me. The next thing is that I do very specific is listen to four podcasts, four podcasts that are going to help me that they target the areas and where I am looking to grow. Another thing that I do, and I learned this from several, my mentor and several other leaders I've heard talk about this, and I begin to implement this. And let me tell you, it, it is amazing. Initiate meetings with growth potential such as learning lunches, or it can even be meeting at the coffee shop for a cup of coffee and take someone to the coffee shop or take someone to lunch. Come prepared with questions that you want to ask them, which will position you to learn from them and become better. Another thing that I do is every year I try to attend multiple conferences and or seminars. I prefer in person, but I also do some online as well. And so what we have to do is we have to develop and implement a personal growth plan. Number four, step out of your comfort zone. Step out of your comfort zone. Adam Cohen says, to grow, you must be willing to let your present and future be totally unlike your past. Your history is not your destiny. Sad thing is, for many people, their history becomes their present and their future and their destiny. But not, not for someone with a growth mindset. Not for someone who is committed to being a lifelong learner. As you know, I'm a pastor of a church. And it has been said of churches, but also it applies to businesses as well, the last eight words of a dying church or a dying business, we have never done it this way before. Or equally debilitating is this quote, we have always done it this way before. In other words, there is a resistance to change because we are comfortable in where we are and what we are doing. If you're going to grow, if you're going to develop a growth mindset and become a lifelong learner and really accomplish things that are significant, then we have to step out of our comfort zone. I want you to begin to dream and think about what could be. You see, it's been said that insanity is doing the same things over and over again and expecting different results. But what I want you to do is I want you to think about what you would do if you knew you wouldn't fail. What would you attempt if you knew you wouldn't fail? Now, listen, we're going to fail. Failure is an opportunity to learn and grow. I find so many people who have a desire to do something different, something significant, something great, 
But fear of failure keeps them from ever taking a risk. I want to challenge you to step out of your comfort zone and do something you've always wanted to do. Do something you've never done so that you can grow beyond where you are right now. I love what Mark Twain said. He said, let us endeavor so to live that when we come to die, even the undertaker will be sorry. <laughs> live in such a way where you take risk, where you step out of your comfort zone so you can experience and, and grow in areas that you never would have had you stayed where you are. The fifth thing that I want to encourage you to do, the fifth step is create a system of learning Create a system of learning. Now, the system of learning will enable you to retain what you have learned. You see, this has been a uh, point of frustration for years for me. I'll read a book. I'll attend a seminar. I'll listen to a podcast or YouTube. And uh, then I won't remember the takeaways long enough to apply them to my life. In other words, I got all this good information. I got all this good education all these good insights, all these good growth opportunities, but I didn't have a system where I would retain them and then be able to apply them. Now, I'm currently working on some things that are working, but are still a work in progress. I'd love to hear what you're doing as well, but let me tell you what I'm doing. So when I read a book, I mark it, I highlight it, I mark it in my book in the side and then what I do also as I'm beginning to do is when I finish the book or finish the chapter, I go back and I, for me, I type it. You may write it, but I type up what stood out in that chapter, what stood out in that book. And then I'll review it and then I file it underneath the category that will remind me. And sometimes I split up the illustrations or the points or the quotes. In other words, create a system of learning where you'll be able to retain what you've learned and be able to use it in the future to continue to grow and help others grow as well. Number six, don't miss the teaching or the learning moments. Those closest to me in my leadership know that I often refer to teaching moments. Don't miss, this is a teaching moment or it's an opportunity to learn, which means it's a teaching moment. Some of life's greatest learning opportunities are not planned. The moment just happens. And either you and I make the most of the teaching moment or it passes by often unnoticed and forgotten. I've heard people say all my life that experience is the best teacher. I believe that experience can be a good teacher, but I've met a lot of people who've had a lot of experiences but have never gotten better because of their experiences. I like what I've heard many say, evaluated experience is the best teacher. Evaluated experience is the best teacher. You see, the best lesson is not just taught. The best lesson is caught. And so don't miss those teaching, learning moments where you and I in the moment unplanned something happens and we learn from it and we also teach others so they can learn as well which brings me to our final key our final principle that I'm going to share on this episode number seven share with others what you have learned share with others what you have learned 
Dr. Maxwell says, a learner builds a reservoir of learning, but a leader builds a reservoir of learning and then becomes a river of learning to others. Don't just be a learner that learns, but be a lifelong learner that shares what you learn with others so that you can multiply the impact of your learning. William Glasser says, here's how we learn. This is fascinating. Listen to this. In his research, 10% of what we read, we learn. 20% of what we hear. 30% of what we see. 50% of what we see and hear. And 70% of what we discuss with others. Now listen to these next two numbers. 80% of what we experience personally, so there's experience, but this one here, 95% of what we teach someone else. We learn 95%, think of, that's almost 100%. We learn 95% of what we teach someone else. And so we need to share with others what we have learned. And when we share with others, not only do we share what we've learned, But we experience feedback, insights, instruction even from them that will help us learn even more. A quick recap, seven keys to becoming a lifelong learner, developing a growth mindset. Number one, develop a teachable attitude. Number two, develop a growth mindset. Don't get stuck. Don't get on a fixed mindset. Number three, We want to develop and implement a personal growth plan specific to you. Number four, we want to step out of our comfort zone. Don't do what you've always done or you'll get the results you always have. We want to step out of our comfort zone. Number five, create a system of learning which will enable us to retain what we have learned. Number six, don't miss the teaching learning moments. And number seven, share with others what you have learned. So let's act on it. Let me give you an acrostic act. A stands for apply as fast as possible what you have just learned. C stands for what do we need to change based on what we just learned. And T stands for what out of what I've learned can I teach to someone else immediately that will help them. Let me take a moment and give you a few reflection questions that can lead to application that you can go over yourself or you can discuss with your team. What am I currently learning? How do I need to restructure my schedule to prioritize learning? What do I need to change based on what I'm learning? What do I need to share today and who do I need to share it with? Thank you for joining me today on the Larry Crawford Leadership Podcast. If this leadership podcast has been helpful to you, please rate it and share it with others. And remember, you are not alone. We are here to come alongside you and help you become the leader you were created to be. Thank you for listening to the Larry Crawford Leadership Podcast. For more information or to download the leader guide for this episode, you can go to our website, larrycrawford.live. 
To get in touch with us, send us an email at leadership at larrycrawford.live. Oh, 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 oh,